Welcome to the Minutemen Podcast. I'm Xander Sachs, and on Central's podcast, we want all perspectives of our school's experience. So this first episode of Back to School, we will talk about how the new year is affecting students, teachers, and your Central athletes. Our first segment is with two football captains, Cole Fee and Aiden Sandy. Ben Rico will be interviewing them and letting us know how their back to school is going. All right. First, I want to ask you guys about the season. How's it going? What's the record looking like? And who are are your upcoming games? All right. So the season, um, it's not going how we we thought it would go after week one. You know, we, we had a good game. Big win over Washburn. Scored 41 points. Held them to 15. Out the gate, we, we got a lot of seniors yeah. on our defense and the offense. We were looking, we were firing on all cylinders, kind of. And uh, it kind of showed yeah. our, our prime, like, a, as a team. So, so we were hoping for a different outcome. Right now, we're sitting at, um, we're, we're two and three. Uh, we play great first halves, and then we just kind of lose our momentum in the second half, yeah. kind of give uh, our opponents hope, and which just, like, they take advantage of that and they make something happen and we just yeah. really don't have an answer. We're sitting at two and three, but there hasn't been a point in any game where we've really been like down and out or we've been winning in every single game. Every single game we've played, we've had a lead. Uh-huh. At, at, at a certain point, we've pretty, had a lead. Pretty good lead. Yeah, too, we've had... Like. A, You're not a, being out-competed. Yeah, no. We've had, uh, we've had yeah, leads of no. two or more scores in every game. Yeah, we're just as good, yeah. if not better, than every team we've played. Yeah. And I feel like injuries is just a real mm-hmm. bummer. It's It sucks. They suck. Yeah. And I wish them on nobody, but... It, it's part it's of really football. Kicking. It's, it's, it's not going good for us, yeah. injury-wise. Key guys are getting hurt. Big games. I want to talk about how football affects you guys personally. Uh, I've got a question here, and it's, uh, why is it important for students to express themselves doing what they love? In my life, I've had some dark times, and and it's helped bring a light to those dark times, and uh, it's just just so fun for me. I love it so much. It's uh, it's a great game. It's the greatest game. Yeah. Like Cole said, just kind of like when you have those dark times or you're going through some stuff, like... When you just put on those pads and that helmet. You can always Noth- count on football. Yeah, nothing else matters. Yeah. Nothing else matters besides, you know, what's going on. Yeah, just uh, just having something that you guys are proud of. Just uh, a family that you guys are a part of. Something yes. that, that, you, that you really love doing. Uh, moving into, like, how football kind of affects, like, school and your mental health. Like, how would you say that practices and games affect your mood in school as well as your performance in school? Like, how, how are you holding up? especially through this first quarter of your senior year with grades, um, you know, social life, like how is it affecting you guys in the classroom? Well, I think structure is is really important and football kind of gives me a good structure. Um, I know for me personally, um, I tend to like do a lot better with my homework and school uh, when I have kind of, when I'm when there's more pressure on, you know, when there's more, when there's practice and there's stuff. Yeah, like you, a they, schedule. Yeah, when know? there's a strict schedule. And also, I, I can speak for some of my teammates too. We can hold guys, like, accountable on the team for their grades. Yeah. And so kind of just, like, accountability. You, you got you to gotta, you gotta be doing it in the classroom if you want to be out there doing it on the field. But yeah. in terms of, like, how it affects you, like, 
you know, we've taken some tough losses. Um, and It's definitely yeah. affected how we act in school. Yes. Like, after the musket game and after our homecoming game, unfortunately, we lost both those games. It shouldn't have happened, so, like... We were I, personally, I, I was just pretty down, yeah. and it affected my mood in school. I, but yeah. it did, like, just help me focus on my schoolwork. I wasn't really being super social with everybody, but it, it really just helped me kind of focus on my schoolwork and yeah. help me get my assignments done and things I needed to do. I agree, and also like, you know, a lot of people say it's just a sport, but when you got a lot of people coming out, like, like yeah. we have, and yeah. we got, we got, you know, eyes on us, and we just can't perform. That kind of stuff affects us older guys a lot, and yeah, so it hits just, us harder. Yeah, it hits hard. We, we it take hits a hard. lot of the pressure, yeah. put it on ourselves, and it. Uh, yeah, it's and just so tough sometimes. It's, it's low lows for sure, but it's also you enjoy some nice highs here and there. Yeah, practice like even if practices aren't going super yeah. well, you're still out there playing football, and that's really the whole point. For some people, that that's all they got. So, touching, uh, going back to the. Um, like people coming out and supporting you like what is school spirit to you guys and why is it important to show love for central like what does it mean for people to come show up and really support you guys at games well for me i love i love playing at home i love i love a big crowd cheering for you it's it, it brings a lot of hype and it brings a lot of energy to the game it's what it's what we need um i appreciate everybody so far for coming out and supporting it's been great um it feels good, you know, when when you got a lot of people watching you and you you're performing at the yeah. level you want to perform at. But. Yeah, I completely agree. And like school spirit, just hearing those chants, just knowing that you got the school on your back, there's yeah. nothing better. And I, I love when people come out and support, and kind of like Cole said, when people can congratulate you, and it feels like everybody's a part of the win. It motivates you yeah. a lot more yes. too when when you got people watching you. You want to make a a big play, help help your team out, and also give your fans a. Some entertainment yes. and, a, and a fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part. And coming after the game, it helps us. Okay. I think uh, I think the last question I'm going to ask you guys. Um, so now y'all are seniors. You're the you're the big men on campus. Um, you know, and this being your last year back at Central, last year in football, is there any advice that you'd like to give to younger students, younger players, people that are, you know, up and coming? Well... I want to say, you know, no matter how young you are, no no matter how skilled you are, you know, just don't be afraid to go out there and just make a play, all right? There's no expectations for anybody, um, and that goes for any sport, basketball, soccer. You know, you just got to put your limitations aside, you know, height, size, what people think of you, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just got to believe you, in yourself. You just believe in yourself, believe in your yeah. own ability, and and your body will do the yeah, rest. You gotta you know just what? trust your coaches that they'll put you in a position to win, help you help you personally the best to uh, perform how you should. And yeah. And I, also work hard. Yeah. Like, work Don't hard. slack. If you really want to be, if you really want to be good, if you really want to be like one of those top dogs and be respected, you really got to work. You got to work harder than, you know, the people you're yeah. competing with. And you got to set a good example for the others around you. Yep. All right. Well, I'm glad that you two were willing to come do this interview with me. I really appreciate it. For sure. Yes, for sure. Thank Thank you you. for asking some great questions. Uh, We want everyone back. Uh, The 14th, our next home game against my West Tonka senior night. Be sure to be there. We got some good competition coming up. Yep. And we're trying to give them a run for their money. All right. Well, if everybody pop out, I appreciate it, you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, Benjamin.
Thanks, Ben. That was some really good advice from our football seniors that can not only be implemented for sports, but also in the classroom. We want more than just the student's perspective. So here's Levi Cooper interviewing teacher of English, Mr. Quakenot. How long have you been teaching here? Um, I have been at Central teaching for 11 years and I've been in the field of teaching for 14. Okay. Is there a specific reason why you've stayed at Central or has it just never really been anything different for you to consider? Good question. Um, I think at first it was all I knew, mm -hmm. but later now that I've been here a long time, there's something really special about this building and that's not just saying it. Like there is something really special here to me that I haven't felt at other schools. And I can't even really articulate exactly what it is, but if you ask me, do I want to leave here? I mean, I'm 11 years in and I feel like I want to spend another 11 or 15 more years here. Okay. I'm assuming that you enjoy teaching and you're not just like in it for a job, right? That's a good, another good question. Yeah, I mean, it's important that I think I acknowledge that I didn't go into teaching until I was 30 mm -hmm. and I had other jobs. Yeah. And this is the only job to me that was ever like truly inspiring. And I also come in every day. I've never had a day working here where I come in and I feel bad in the car driving to work. Um, what would you say to people who like are thinking about teaching after high school and stuff? I would say that what's important to me is that you are thinking about how powerful it's gonna to be to share your story with students down the road. Yeah. And it's great to be able to teach curriculum and things, but the most important thing to me is, are you at a place in your life, if you want to become a teacher, where you feel like you can share stories with your students and really connect with them on a personal life level, as opposed to just being a math teacher or a science teacher? That would be kind of my advice to someone going. Are you aware that people have recognized you as the like best teacher at Central? That's humbling, but I will say that I have, I'm therapeutically, I'm supposed to work on saying thank you for that. So I will say thank you. And my awareness of that is basically, I really do care about each of my students and connect with them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is the most important thing is that all of my students know that that's authentic. Like it's not something to just be a good teacher. And so that now is just kind of my way of being, but that means a lot and thank you. Yeah. What have you learned as, you, as you've been teaching for so long? Yeah, and that's excellent because I think as a teacher, you should always every year and constantly be looking at like kind of holding yourself accountable for like, am I trying to get better? Am I trying to keep getting better at like my craft, right? Yeah. And so, you know, compare that to athletics, compare that to any profession, right? Yeah. So um, I do think I've come a very long way and I think young teachers are under a lot of pressure do their job right yeah. and it's very complicated right there's lesson planning there's state standards there's all these things yeah. what i think all of us need to work on as we keep going on in our teaching is how are we becoming more human to our students mm -hmm. and how can you find a way of being as honest and open as you can 
while still having that boundary of creating a safe space for students. Because the students do want to know that you're doing your best to have a safe place, right? So it's just that balance, and I think it's something that if you ask me 10 years from now, I'm still going to keep trying to get better at. Yeah. Um, I feel like your room is like a place where people are comfortable and stuff. And like, have you intentionally developed like a room where students feel comfortable or has it just kind of happened as you've gone on? Dude, yeah, um, I think that what was important for me yeah. is that it reflects kind of who you are as a person and that can be different for each teacher. But I feel like when I was in school and many times when I see the school environment, it's more like it's just people in a room, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that like always didn't work for me. Yeah. And as someone that like had, tr I, I struggled a lot to focus because I have diagnosed ADHD. Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school, I had nothing to treat it. So it was really hard for me to, and so any room that had anything on the walls or something like that, I always liked a lot more because it just helped me. Yeah. And so that was kind of my thinking with my room was I want to create a space for people that like, man, sometimes it's not easy to be in a room, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's how I kind of got to this point. So what are your views and opinions on the way that schooling has changed in the past few years? Okay, so I think some of the major progress we've made is in stuff including like culturally relevant instruction. Yeah. I think it's also acknowledging that there's a power structure in schools and that power structure is very European and white. Mm -hmm. And I think that there needs to be a lot of reflection by everybody that's in the school world yeah. about how we connect with students and creating a space that actually reflects them and their values and what's important to them. Yeah. And I think we're getting there. But I think over the next 10, 20 years, it's gonna take another big push of saying that we wanna serve the entire holistic student coming in their whole life instead of just the, I deliver content, you listen to the content and then take a test. And I think we're getting there and I hope we are and I'm gonna work for that. But I think it's something that we have to be focused on almost every day if we're gonna make an experience that's better for our students. Those were some great questions that definitely show the different perspective teachers have than students. Thanks for that interview, Levi, with Mr. K. He's a wonderful teacher at Central and definitely makes an effort to connect with his students. Ben and I also interviewed the volleyball captains. So here they are to talk about how their back to school experience is going. I'm here with the three captains of Central Girls Volleyball. It's a uh, Isatu, Lucy, and Abby. Why don't we start uh, with uh, how you think your guys' seasons are going? You know, you guys are three senior captains. Uh, how do you, what do you feel you've gotten out of the season so far? I feel like we've done a really good job of growing from last year. We were expecting to have kind of a scary start of the season because we had, what, 15 seniors last year. But honestly, we got started off on the right foot. We had great tryouts. And so far, in my opinion, it's been a great season. Okay, Isa too, Abby, anything to add? Yeah, definitely agree with that. I can see our improvement every single practice um, with any player. So I feel like, you know, we're doing a really good job. We're playing some different teams than we did last year, a lot more like suburban and like out of conference stuff, but those games are super, super fun. And it's fun to watch everyone grow. Yeah, for sure. We've just seen a lot of growth this season, which has been awesome. Every game, just improvements with everyone on the team and just like really connecting each game, which is great. 
That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Um, let's talk about your record. I've been to a lot of the games, but I'm unsure what it is. Are we winning? Are we losing? Are we 50-50? We're 50-50 we're conference-wise. We're okay. doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, like I was saying, when we play those more suburban teams, we do often come out with the L. But, <laughs> but we're taking them to four sets, five sets, uh -huh. where we can get exciting and fun. So once we can figure out how to execute and fully complete, like we will be able to take those wins away. Anybody else have anything to add? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's just in-conference, super, super low, but when you get those suburban schools, yeah. like those are tough games, but they're yeah. definitely fun. They're, they're close games, good competition. Like we, we are same level, but we just don't complete it always. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're getting pretty close to sections here. Do you guys know your section schedule or do you have to wait for some seating to figure itself out? They will be having a meeting for seating, I think, in the next week or so. And in the past, we're like always the last seed. Mm -hmm. Last year, we happened to be the second to last seed. But we'll just, it depends on how we have a game against Como coming up. So it uh -huh. depends on how that game goes. And we'll figure out from seating where sections goes. Okay. And um, I guess just the final question I have is, how do you guys feel about sections? Are you confident in your team? Are you confident in yourselves? Can you really be the big senior leaders that you need to be and carry your team deep into a sections run? I think so. I think especially with our games that are coming up next week, because we're playing Como, Tartan, and Highland, which are all going to be like really exciting games. And they're kind of kind of mirror we're going to be seeing in sections mm -hmm. and like those like playoff postseason type of games so i feel like if we can like really dial in those games and like like really finalize like how we're talking about how we need to execute sometimes when we're playing those suburban teams if we can use those games as an opportunity to really figure out how to do that i think it's going to carry in the section super super well okay. i agree i think if we can focus on practices and if we can really work on those things that we can see on the court that we need a little bit of extra help on, we can totally dominate here. We gotta lock in. Okay. Well, it sounds like you guys have it close to all figured out. I'm um, really looking forward to see how you guys do next Thursday against Highland. I know it's a super important game. More, maybe more so just for pride than it is uh, yeah. competition. But uh, that's the end of my questions, and now Xander's got a few more uh, deep cutting ones for you. Kind of have a theme with each interview, um, and so <coughs> but going from like boys football to girls volleyball, we just kind of want to um, really emphasize like um, the representation and, and the diversity. Um, so my first question for you guys is, how do you feel Central does? with diversity in sports and especially representation in girls sports? I would say at least for representation of girls sports, you could definitely see it in crowds and especially with sports that like soccer, for example, you know, we got a boys soccer team and a girls soccer team and they play in the same season. And I think that's where you can really tell where we're lacking a little bit in terms of like crowd, people who come to the game, stuff like that. Um, same, like any season that has like the same like sport in the same time like i'm assuming if we had boys volleyball and girls volleyball like people popping out there would be definitely big crowd differences in that and i think it's a little bit easier for us just because we don't have like a boys volleyball team to compete with during the same time but you can definitely see it in like girls basketball and boys basketball and, like girls soccer and boys soccer for sure yeah i would say we definitely get the longer end of the stick i feel because we do have fans coming to most of our games 
And right, like I was saying, with the girls soccer team, I feel like they don't get as much support as even we do in more different sports. But yeah. A quick um, sub question. How do you think Central can improve on that? Do you think it's needed? I think if the student body can just, if the student body can give the same energy they give to their male sports as their female sports, and this is in regards more so to like less volleyball, because honestly, we've, I feel like we've been having a pretty great time with having our fans come out, and we got some pretty good advertising going on. So I think it's mostly, honestly, the student body can do a little bit better of pushing to support our female players as much as our male. Yeah. I think in terms of like the school itself, finding another way to put those games out there because not everyone watches central morning news you know mm-hmm. stuff like that but we could just at the beginning of the year because i know a few years back they used to have posters up for football games like every single game that they had the dates all that type of stuff but we could have like a wall around that board with the um like the tap screen where you can look up the schedules for all the sports something like that people could have easy access to to see the times for all the games and then a few days in advance talk about it on see that i feel like that'd be a good way to get the word out mm-hmm all right, so my second question is, um, there are so many sports and clubs to join at Central. Like, genuinely, there's just something for everyone. Um, why should someone, like, say a freshman, join volleyball? Not just because, like, they think it's fun, but um, how does the volleyball team include everyone and what makes it a great space to try new things? Um, I think that since it's a fall sport, and you kind of start before school, it really gets like freshmen, like they like get to experience Central and meet people. So they're more confident their first day and they're like, they're already at school and they have like people they know they can ask questions to. And just like, it kind of is already like a built-in group of friends. You don't have to be nervous and like you meet other freshmen like while trying out before you get to school and stuff, which I think is very important as a freshman. Yeah, I definitely did that my freshman year completely helped me get my bearings you know i'm still friends with people that i met through volleyball and like i just definitely got a better sense of central layout wise something basic of like where stuff was as well as like community wise like figuring out where i was going to be at like who i was going to meet and all that stuff having a good basis of like people to be around like you see them every day yes i agree that volleyball is really good at orienting freshmen and underclassmen to the school itself and i also think that volleyball in a sport in itself is a very social sport and it's very fun and it's like you get yourself moving a bit so i think it's just a fun sport in general to play that's awesome um so i see you kind of talked about this but how do you guys think uh central volleyball has impacted not just your time at central but sort of like the, the last four years, how has it like shaped who you are and how you approach things and just are as a person? I would say for one, help me like get a good basis of like having a group of friends just to start school you're with and like figure out my classes, stuff like that, where I'm gonna be at. But it also helped me with like skills like time management and just like being organized. Cause you know, you got a fall sport at the end of the day and like we played right at like 315 our freshman year and now we're doing like 330 you know you gotta organize your practices your schedule like your game days figure out your homework time to set aside for that so i definitely say like volleyball's helped me like improve my time management and just get a good schedule in the week and it keeps me organized as busy as it does get especially like end of season when you're playing like three four games a week you know it helps you really like stay on top of your stuff because you know you got a tournament on saturday you know you gotta get stuff done Mm-hmm. So I'd say for sure that. 
Yeah, I would say it can be difficult to be able to manage and juggle all those things when it comes to homework and getting enough sleep and having games and practices and still making time for your friends and family. But it's really good and it's, I think it's really useful and it's a good skill that you can use later is having a sport and being able to prioritize things. Yeah, for sure. Being seniors and captains, do you have any advice for um, you know, freshmen or not even volleyball kids, just anyone in general at Central? I'd say just like try getting involved, like going to sports games and like be out there and like do things that you can to like meet new people and just experience high school things, I guess. Mm-hmm. I say when it comes to like a leadership perspective, it's just good to have a good attitude and to be open to everyone. And also be open to criticism too, because sometimes your coaches are going to come to you with advice or your like fellow teammates, and it's good to be able to take that advice and use it. And then you can get better that way. I would say try your best to be a communicator, you know, like whether it be through your sports or through your like academic life or whatever, like communicate and advocate for yourself regardless of like what it is. All right. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Isa, too, Abby, and Lucy. <clears throat> you guys had some great things to say about your representation and your back-to-school experience. These interviews definitely helped us understand how back-to-school is going for Central students as well as teachers. And just real quick, here is Kendall from the Central Podcast Club interviewing Miss Livingston. What was the first day of school like this year with the block schedule? Um, I liked it. It was uh, a little long and since I am in health and uh, gym at the same time, I put both of those classes together. So in health class, we got some physical health and we went out and worked our muscles by, I believe, playing kickball. We sat down and we did some introductions. We got to know each other, which was phenomenal. Um, I got to know all the students, they got to know me, and then we got outside for a little while and got some good physical fitness, some good activity. So Mm -hmm. I do like the block schedule. It's long, but I try to make so many things happen in that long period that it seems short, if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, So what was your first day of high school like? Like the emotions you were feeling or the excitement or the teachers or anything? Okay, so this is so funny. My first day of high school was a very, very long time ago. And it's so funny, of all things that I remember, I remember my outfit. (laughs) I had a green, like a pine green denim outfit. So it was like the jean material, of Mm -hmm. course. And back in the day when I had my first day of high school, we wore very, very baggy clothing. And then I also wore, I think, Timberland boots. Now, it was the first day of school, which is usually pretty warm, um, sometimes maybe even hot. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was hot. And I remember thinking, oh, I look good, but at the same time, this is a mistake. I don't really remember anything outside of what I wore that day just because it was so long ago. And it was just a thing. My father bought that outfit for me, took Mm -hmm. me school shopping. So I remember that. Um, but I don't really remember many interactions with yeah. students or teachers that day. It was all about my outfit. 
did you meet Miss Ayers on your for here at Central? Because you, you know, two graduated at the same time. I, I remember spending a lot of time with her mm -hmm. um, throughout the years, and especially freshman year because our homerooms were, I believe, literally next door to one another, if not just a door or two away. Um, but I don't remember her on the first day. I have to be honest. No, okay. but I remember being very excited, many days to finish homeroom, get out there and catch up with her, see what she's doing, see what she's wearing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, I definitely, yeah. definitely remember Principal Ayers. Yeah. Well, thank you for this. You are very welcome. Yes. I think we can all remember what we wore on the first day of school. And sometimes maybe it matters a little too much. Thanks for listening. Please let us know who you want to hear on the podcast next, as well as what you want to hear. You can DM us your ideas on Instagram. Our at is the Miniman Podcast, all lowercase. We meet every Tuesday after school in Mr. Knox's room. Come stop by, record some clips, and be in next month's episode. This was the Minuteman Podcast, Back to School Edition.